The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio. Today we'll be talking to actor and game show host Jeff Edwards about his journey aboard the Star Clipper. Jeff Edwards is one of our favorite guests. He uh, used to host Jackpot. He was also a a fill-in host for Let's Make a Deal. He's done a lot of television, but uh, he's also in radio as a reporter. I just love the fact that he was amidst the uh, Dallas police station basement when... when uh... JFK got shot? <laughs> no. Assassin Lee Harvey Oswald was shot by club owner Jack Ruby. But yeah, we'll talk to Jeff Edwards a little bit later on. Also, Stuart Shearer on The Cruise Guy will join us momentarily. But first, Jack's Port Director of Communications and Public Relations, Nancy Rubin, is with us. Welcome back, Nancy. It's my pleasure to be here. So I understand there's going to be seven night cruises out of Jacksonville. Yeah, there's um, about six or seven weeks upcoming in 2011. Uh, that Carnival has just recently announced they will be taking the fascination on a seven-day tour instead of simply the four- and five-day um, Carnival vacations that they've been taking out of Jacksport for the last few years. Right. And that's exciting for a number of reasons. First of all, I think it speaks loudly about how Carnival feels about Jacksonville as a home port. I think any time... Um, you know, the cruise industry or any industry really gets a little creative and says, hey, can we do something different over there? Um, They're trying to uh, cater to their customers. You know, they're saying, hey, let's see if maybe we can attract some folks who um, only like seven-day cruises, or maybe we can attract back some folks who've already been on our four-and-day four and five day offerings and give them something fresh and new but at the end of the day it says hey we we really like jacksonville and and we want to do as much as we can for our customers out of jacksonville so um all in all it's very exciting well this is all very well you're right it's very exciting but the big question is uh (laughs) the, the contract with jacksport ends in what is it may of 11 May 2011 is the official date. Right, yes. but th- but these cruises are, are planned for beyond that. So what are we? What are you they going to do? You're so smart. I can't even put anything past you without you noticing. <laughs> now listen, we're very concerned what with the contracts. You know, um, cruising is is obviously a, a different kind of business, and that that your customers commit to you, and you commit to them. Usually, a, a long way out. And so the agreement that we have with Carnival is that we will give them at least a year's notice on any change in their situation. In other words, any change to the terminal that we have operating at uh, Dames Point, which has now been operating much since 2003. So uh, if you go a year out, then you're almost talking July of 2011. Uh-huh. Also, the cruise industry is a, a little bit, 
nimble on its feet in that it does, uh, you know, typically reserve, what, a year and a half out, usually, 18 months out, I think, for Carnival. You'll have to ask them that question. So um, I'm thinking at some point in their past, um, they probably have had to make a change for folks somewhere, you know, kind of far out. Um, so for right now, I think that you can rest assured that at least through the summer of 2011, there will be cruises departing from Jacksport and Dames Point and Jacksonville, and that about six or seven of those voyages will be these um, new seven-day cruises with the new offerings, because what we haven't said yet is the fact that they can be gone seven days means that you can visit um, some different places. The itinerary has changed uh, for those longer cruises, and you'll get to go to one of their private islands and also to Grand Turk Island, which I understand is very gorgeous and beautiful, mm. but of course yeah. they never let me out of work, so I haven't <laughs> been there yet. Maybe you Aww. have. <laughs> um, well, well, I also want to know what's what's going to happen. Where's the new port going to be? Jacksonville and Jacksport specifically and Carnival Cruise Lines um, is going to have a long and illustrious partnership far, far out into the future. Right. Where that will happen, where those cruises will depart from, how the port will finance and fund whatever situation is upcoming, um, you know, I just have to say stay tuned. I can tell you the work is is, uh, fast and furious and, and hard on preserving that business because, look, Carnival values us. We value them. Jacksonville values the jobs and the dollars and the visitors. So um, there isn't anything really that's going to stand in our way. Just a few details. And uh, they're working those out as we speak. Jack's Port Director of Communications and Public Relations, the gorgeous Nancy Rubin. <laughs> Thank you. This for- is why I call. This is why I call. You can you can uh, you can get it any time. You, you need a you need an ego boost. Um, thanks for all the info, my dear. Always call me again. I'll let you know what's going on. All right, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is back with us as always. Hi, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Doug, great to be here. Hey, man. And we are close to that uh, epic trip. Yes, July eighth, two night media cruise, open bar. Cannot wait. Kick, kick, uh, kick those tires and take this sucker for a test drive. That's right. I'm so stoked. Uh, let's get right to it. The Alaska head tax has become law. Is this good for consumers, and, and should anyone really get excited over it? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a reduction of $11.50, which is really no big deal. Why all the fuss? There were class action lawsuits, you know, you know, a, a federal lawsuit filed against uh, the state, because the law that they currently have in place is unconstitutional, and why in the world the cruise industry caved for $11.50, we don't know. And uh, so, no, I, I don't think this is going to mean uh, a hill of beans or, you know, get any more uh, ice for the icebergs. Uh, I, I'm not excited about it. I don't know anybody else that, that thinks this is any, any good deal or, or uh, you know, there, there's got to be something else. When you say eleven dollars, is that eleven dollars a port, eleven dollars a day, or eleven dollars overall? You'll be saving eleven dollars and fifty cents total off the fifty dollar head tax. Oh, which is <laughs> partially uh, you being stated as you know to blame the uh, you know the lackluster demand for Alaska uh, over the past couple of years, which really isn't true. But uh, it's it's really a an adverse environment for the for the cruise industry and for the passengers. And you know wh- again, why in the world they caved? Over eleven dollars and fifty cents uh, remains to be seen. Hmm. Interesting. 
Carnival releasing some news last week about putting the new ship, the Carnival Magic, over in Galveston. Well, I'll tell you, that, that's a shocker. Another loss for uh, Miami when Carnival Dream went to Canaveral. Yeah. But uh, this will be um, you know, the most significant deployment that they've ever made uh, to Galveston, which is uh, you know, one of the two ports for Houston. Um, and uh, that means the Conquest and Ecstasy are returning to New Orleans, which means that they're, they're, pre- they're at pre-Katrina numbers. Uh, you know, for the 2011-2012 season, which is very good news. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, also last week, uh, Carnival uh, came out with uh, some new itineraries, which, you know, they, they claimed Eastern Caribbean from, which is the same thing that they're doing out of Galveston, now Tampa, and uh, Jacksonville right. um, on about seven departures in, uh, next year. But uh, the reality is that um, none, I say again, none of the ports that they're visiting um, Nassau, uh, um, uh, Holland America's uh, private island, uh, Half Moon Key, and uh, Turks and Caicos are anywhere near the Caribbean. So, you know, it's more of a Florida Bahamas itinerary because it also includes Key West, but there's nothing there in the Caribbean. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they're geographically challenged (laughs) (laughs) or purposefully misleading, but, uh, you know, whatever. Because that's all the Atlantic Ocean, right? Well, you know, unless Miami is now in the Caribbean, too, yeah. uh, look, uh, they are in the Atlantic. Yeah. And, you know, some people say, well, they, they're, they're islands and they're out of the country. And, well, you know, d- does that mean you also then include Bermuda in the Caribbean? Right. But, uh, you know, the, the reality is that uh, they are, you know, in the Atlantic Ocean, and, and that's fine. They're, they should be aptly known as that, too. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the Norwegian epic for a second. I'm reading all these uh, these media folks and blogs and stuff of folks leaving Southampton doing the first transatlantic over to New York on the epic, and people aren't saying uh, a lot of good things about this. The, the rooms are too small. Uh, the entertainment is uh, they're charging for it. Your thoughts? Well, let's start with the entertainment. the The one uh, venue that uh, they are charging is the uh, Cirque um, uh, the, Shir- the Cirque show, which is like a circus show, and it's dinner. And what people are misunderstanding, this isn't the first time, this isn't when the cruise line, let's say NCL, is going to start to charge for entertainment. This is a dinner show. So it's like, it's a, it's an, it's a specialty restaurant, like the teppanyaki or Cagney steak, where you know, you're paying $15, $20, $25 per person to eat at. Uh-huh. This one just happens to have a show. Okay. So they're not charging for Blue, Blue Man Group or any of the other, you know, uh, Second City or any of the other shows. Um, this was a dinner show. And as far as the cabins go, they are quite awkward in design. They are shaped in kind of waves, which kind of cuts the room off. And most of the cabins, uh, the Ocean View Balcony cabins, guys, <laughs> there's no bathroom. Uh-huh. So, no, you're not, it's not, you know, look, we're going back to the uh, days of the Titanic and the Olympic when you had shared bathrooms. Um, <laughs> you do have a toilet, which is in the left-hand corner by the door, and a shower is on the right-hand side of the door in a uh, small little tube. And then you have the sink uh, in the middle of the room. It's it's a uh, awkward design, but uh, I think you know put a positive twist on it. They should consider these deluxe bathrooms with sleeping areas and balconies. <laughs> and as far as the, the you know the service, look, it's it's NCL. People are very happy. The pool area, they're they're enjoying the slides. Uh, you know, they're they're making some adjustments. You know, some people have said, well, there are uh, unfortunately some areas of mass congestion which, unlike Oasis, did not have. Uh, and what, but what was surprising is during the, um, the immediate uh, the, uh, introductory cruises in Europe uh, from Rotterdam and from Southampton, people were saying that you know, when the ship was half full, 
that uh, there were a lot of areas that were uh, obstructed and you know they were, it was hard for people to move through but uh, they'll, they'll get through this and some people were complaining about water but look this is the first cruise um, they, they just got it out of the yard it's on its first cruise over to New York uh, it's it's certainly going to have some bugs and they'll, they'll get through it I mean NCL puts together a nice product uh, they've got a nice kids program and people will ha- enjoy it now only if we get the media and the bloggers to start saying good stuff about the ship instead of all the bad stuff they're writing well i will say that i've read some very good things about the the entertainment uh-huh and you know when when something kind of strikes you as odd or different people kind of you know are a little humdrum on it and you know some people were saying that the single cabins at 100 square feet, again, single for one person, right. uh, were, were small. Well, they, they were very upfront about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they are small. They're 100 square feet, and it's a perfect size for someone that doesn't want to pay a single supplement. So, I mean, people are going to go. They're going to have a nice time. They'll have lots of options for food and dining and entertainment, and uh, they'll have an epic experience. Have any ships been affected uh, yet by the oil spill? No. Uh, thankfully, uh, last week, uh, you know, Carnival during their earnings call said uh, none of their ships have been negatively impacted. They are maneuvering around the oil spill, and uh, there are uh, no reported effects as far as people not cruising as a result uh, of the oil spill. That the ships are still sailing full from the Gulf ports of Galveston, New Orleans, and Tampa. Very well, then, Stuart. You're on the cruise guy. We'll be back later in the program with your hot deals. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Hazana. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Our next guest is one of our favorites, Mr. Jeff Edwards. He is an actor and former game show host. He used to host Jackpot, and he filled in for Monty Hall on Let's Make a Deal. But he's made many, many television appearances, and he loves cruising. Recently, he sailed on the Star Clipper. Jeff, how many times have you been on that vessel? You know, on it twice. One time I was in Europe, and uh, the other time I was in Tahiti. I was on the two smaller boats, mm-hmm. uh, not not the great big one, which is really uh, really the one I want to try one of these days. How big is that big one? The big one is five masted. It's the largest sailing ship now, forty two sails, wow, and and uh, four hundred and thirty nine feet. And could hold how many passengers? It holds two hundred twenty seven. Wow, that's and, cool. And it's just really really nice inside. You know, it looks like a uh, really nice cruise ship. The other other two ships are nice, but they're not. Quite as elegant. Here, here's the thing: you get on, you you come up a little ladder and get on. Everything is very relaxed. Mm-hmm. There's a deck out there that is great. 
You walk around, the captain is standing behind his wheel or, or talking to the guy behind the wheel, and, and it's, it's, it's a sailing ship, period. Right. Now, you go down to your room, and you open it up, and you're not going to find luxury. You're going to find uh, uh, a bed. You're going to find a little desk with a stool. You'll find a, a bathroom that, uh, where the, the shower <laughs> is a curtain and a hole like for the drain Yeah. Uh, on the same floor. I mean, it doesn't like have any, any uh, railing around or anything like that. So you, you say, well, wow, what is this about? But what you're doing is you're really sailing on a ship, and the food is absolutely incredible. You, you can eat wherever you want, sit where you want, meet a lot of people. There's not much happening as far as entertainment goes, but the first trip I took uh, was when the Cannes Film Festival was going on. Yeah. And slipping out of Cannes in a sailboat without any noise at all with the moon coming up was the most wonderful oh, experience. Just man. incredible. All these other people had these big multi-billion dollar yachts sitting there, and, and we just went and just slipped out. It just felt like slipping out. It was really good. It just sounds so romantic, and certainly it's for the cruising purist and the hardcore, you know, the cruisers there. I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. Now, the, now the big one is uh, is is for cruising tourists too, but you get a lot more uh, a lot more cruise ship experience there. I'll tell you that the thing about both the uh, the or probably all the starships, but certainly Clipper and the Flyer is that the people and crew are so friendly. I'm, I'm seeing the pictures of the ship here that uh, it just looks absolutely beautiful. I will tell you, it's the best breakfast buffet I have ever had. <laughs> You're saying the cabins were pretty stripped down, like there's no TV coming up behind the wall of the... Of the, of the mirror. Of the mirror there. No. But, um, but they still look pretty nice. They do. The, the problem with the two times I was on was there is very little internet. You have to, like, sign up for it. They only have one place you can get on the net, and, uh, and that's, that's kind of iffy. But the, the rooms are okay. You remember you're on a sailing boat, and I remember I was, I was doing my blog, not sending it, but writing it, and I got bounced right off my stool onto my bed as we hit a few waves. Yeah. Well, but that's the fun of it, you know? Well, that was just going to be my next thing. For those who are prone to seasickness, this is certainly not for you. Probably not, no. Uh, although the cabin, if you get a cabin in the middle uh, and, and down below, it's, it's, it's not quite so bad. You're certainly relying on wind uh, most of the time, uh, but certainly they've got motors to, to oh, keep yeah. you along. Yeah, you, you do motor uh, depending on the winds. They have a schedule to keep. So if you're going from A to B and the wind is sailing from B to A, you'll, you'll have the motor on. But the times when it's off, we went to um, Sicily. Yeah, and I climbed Mount Etna. Uh, they, they take you way up, but uh, I got up to Mount Etna, ten thousand five hundred feet above uh, above the surface. Smoke coming out. If you dug your hands down, you'd burn your fingers in the dirt, and the <laughs> whole thing blew. About a month later, it, it erupted. Wow. So you know, on your mind was volcano. Next thing I know, we're sailing past Mount Vesuvius at night, moonlit night, and seeing the flames pop up out of Mount Vesuvius. Oh, man. Probably not going to see that in a regular cruise ship because there'd be so much light going on in all this. That's awesome. That's very cool. Jeff, the ship you were on was some, what, 360 foot long. What do you do on a sea day on a ship that small? Well, there's not a lot, of, a lot to do. They have uh, two pools. You swim in the pool. You can go out in the sun. Uh, basically, you read and enjoy life. Sit out in the deck, and, uh, and that's it. It's, it's not for somebody who wants a lot of entertainment. Entertainment at night is usually the cruise director. Uh, 
taking a miss Tahiti or something or playing a word game or something like that. So would, would, would they allow you to, to fish off the stern? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. They have, uh, when they're in port, they have a, a, a thing that comes out the back, like a, a whole landing uh, thing yeah. where you can take kayaks and sailboats, etc. But I don't know about fishing. How long does a ship spend in the different ports you're in? Just, just about the day. A day? Okay. Yeah, never overnight. Gotcha. But, s- but neat ports that you, you wouldn't see with the regular cruise ship because it's small and it could go in. I don't know what you call the nets there. It looks like they're on the bow and people are sunning on these. Oh, yeah. The nets that extend out over the water. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, these two nets go off. You know, you know, the bow has that long thing going out. I don't know what you call it, but it's, it, it, it's the uh, unicorn horn. <laughs> <laughs> so that goes out. And there's nets around it, and people climb out of the nets and lie in the nets right over the water. They're looking down at the water, <laughs> and they're enjoying the sun. It's really great. And you also can climb up the mast if you want. Uh, you go all the way up to the, to the crow's nest to look around and, and see what's going on. Uh, they put safety stuff on you. But it, the, and, and if you want, you can help pull the sails up and take them down. Everything is done by, uh, by hand. I want to hear more about the food. What they do at dinner, you, there's, a, there's like a piano bar area, mm-hmm. and in that area, above the stairs going down to uh, uh, the dining area, is like a table, and all the, uh, the dishes, the, the main courses, are laid out, all cooked and sitting there as an example. And you can see exactly what's going to be served to you as you order. So there's usually about four or five courses sitting out there, steak, lobster, whatever, and if you like the way it looks, you order it. Nice. I'm just curious, being that you started over in Cannes, what was the mix of the of nationality? Was there a lot of Americans on there, or mostly Europeans? It's, it's very mixed. Uh, Americans, a lot of uh, Europeans, and uh, it's mixed in age, too. Younger, and, and when I say younger, I'm talking about 25, 30, and older, I'm talking about me. So... There was a good mix all the way around, and everybody likes to talk. You, you, somehow on that ship, you don't worry about chatting with people. Starting in Cannes, did you get blasted by the uh, paparazzi since it was film festival time? No. Oh, yeah, right, me. (laughs) (laughs) But I did see something that was funny, because I'm talking about yachts, and there's all these huge yachts, and, and you realize that you might feel good with a $2 million yacht when you're in Santa Monica, but you feel like a pauper if you're in Cannes. Uh, do the no-good snobby French even bother going on cruises like this? You know, I, yes, <laughs> they do. And, and I don't, I've never had really a problem with the French. Uh, we just lost all, all of our French listeners, all of our French subscribers, by the way. No, I, I, have, uh, you know, I was in, in Paris once, and, and, and people say the French, the French, but... I went into this uh, boutique, and it was uh, in the morning, and I said, bonjour, and, and the woman immediately started to talk to me in English because she knew, right. you know, she heard me say French, and she knew it wasn't. So we chatted for a while, and then in comes a guy with his wife, and he says, let me see that over there. And she's, oh, oh, merci, no parlez-vous uh, anglais. She didn't speak English. Uh. <laughs> She didn't want to bother with them. No, so if you're nice and smile, you should get that back. That's funny. Well, 
I I'm ready to go on one of these. This is this just looks amazing. And again, it. it's really is for the purist who doesn't want all the the frills and the fluff of a, of a cruise ship. Really. Well, if you've never been on a sailboat, and and I'm not talking about a little one, you know, two or three of you run, but you must you must try it. It is it is a whole different experience. Nothing like it. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, Mr. Jeff Edwards, online. You can find me at nospintravel.com, and then that will lead you to anything else I do. Yeah, you can find. The, uh, on the uh, your your blog entry on that sh- uh, on that trip yeah. uh, right there. So yeah. awesome! I love it. I love it, and it's always a great pleasure to have you with us. We just love talking to you. Well, thank you guys for inviting me, and and uh, I like talking to you guys too. Have a question for the experts, or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Let's get the hot deals from Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've had three, not one, not two, but three requests this past week for people that wanted to go to Asia. Wow. Mm. So the uh, cruise radio uh, listeners are branching out and going to some pretty far off and far out itineraries. Far away lands. So uh, I thought we'd uh, highlight the Azamara Club Cruises, Azamara Quest. And I picked a January 8th of 2011 departure, and it's doing a 14-night cruise from Hong Kong to Singapore. Now, what's very interesting about Azamara is that their ships are going to be immersed and port, very port-intensive. What does this mean? That you're going to be spending uh, an overnight in Hong Kong, so you'll be there for two days. It's going to stop in Denang. It'll go to Ho Chi Minh City, where you'll also do an overnight. It'll be in Bangkok for three days and two nights, and Koh Samui. So what's very uh, cool about this is that, I mean, this was about a $7,500 cruise that uh, your listeners are going to be able to find it at $39.99 per person. Nice. Now, that includes a club veranda, not an inside cabin, but a club veranda, round-trip air, and a $500 or credit. Now, what's very cool is that if you went online and tried to look for this, or you called the Cruise Line Direct, which is exactly why I tell you to research online, but don't book online, you'll find this same deal. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at ready. $5,500. What was that? $5,500 if you look at it online, or if you called the Cruise Line Direct. But wow. for your listeners, it's $39.99 Woo! for a balcony or a club veranda. Round trip air and a $500 shipboard credit. It really is a great deal for a 14-night cruise on a five-and-a-half-star ship. Cause nice. It's a 32,000-ton ship, and it only holds 700 passengers. So it's, it's really, really a, uh, a terrific deal. And um, you know we've got to talk about the Epic, guys. Uh, NCL's brand-new Norwich, Norwegian Epic. It's on its way. It will be doing, starting July 10th, seven-night Eastern or Western Caribbean out of Miami. And um, prices are starting from $649. And I think a great deal uh, for the Caribbean, if people want to get away even this summer, one of the best options is Princess Cruises Emerald Princess doing seven-night Eastern or Western Caribbean out of Fort Lauderdale. And $649 to start um, for an inside cabin uh, for the summer. And if you're looking for something heading into January, February of 2011, for our West Coast listeners, mm-hmm. um, the Disney uh, Wonder will be sailing there, and it's doing seven-night Mexican Riviera, uh, prices from $639, 
which is really as low as Disney's ever got. And uh, kids cruise free on the January through March departures. So nice. Not a, not a better deal you'll find. Right on. Thank you, Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy. He can be found at CruiseGuy.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and become a fan on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio. Coming up next week, Randy Peterson will be our guest, helping you figure out ways to accumulate more frequent flyer miles. He's That's going to be a good interview. Pretty amazing because he has, uh, well, I don't know how long it took him, but he's got over 17 million frequent flyer yeah, miles. that's what it said. Unbelievable. So he'll give you the secrets on that. If you have any questions for us or for Stuart, email comments at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. You've been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cousin. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah, Cruise One. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.